Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Podcast for round 17, Fifey joined by Dan. Hello. Teach. Hello. And the only hawk brave enough to show up, Network Nerd. G'day, guys. Oh, you brave champion. And we knew that you would be the one that would turn up. With all of your friends, they're a bunch of weak freaks. <laughs> the Goose Squad. Yeah, Goose Squad. Wankers. The Goose Squad's been renamed. Okay. The Goose Squad now contains um, Jaden and Black Flag. And Burnt Shook. So not even Hawthorne supporters, though. Don't you argue with the logic of Bombers 2003, okay? Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Bayer? Oh, Bayer's in there. Bayer's in there. There's a hawk for you. <laughs> and cruise missile. Look, Network is um, he's a champion, and he's turned up for the good, and he's turned up for the bad. So we love him, and um, uh, welcome back. And uh, Penal. And say hi to you, you wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we will start with Friday night because it was the result of the week. It was post the game of the week. And as much as it was an upset, was anyone surprised? No. Me? You thought North wouldn't turn up against a good team? Uh, I didn't think we'd beat Hawthorne. Did Did anyone think Petrie was going to knock Hawthorne out of the finals? Uh, <laughs> not only has he knocked them out, of the, he's knocked them out for two years now. Nah, isolated incident. It's only one year. Okay. It, it was on early. Season to season. Tell, tell it was on early, and it was like, I thought, oh, fuck, he goes schizophrenic north again. They're going to beat someone, you know, who's a, a top contender. And they did it again. I yeah, said well, it last week, they were mentally weak, and that still applies because this is a team that turns up against the good sides, but they just, they go into their shell against the shits. They are every chance to lose St Kilda this week. And won't it be glorious if they do? It would just be... No, it wouldn't. Well, for rest... For every for you're fucking the kidding. You know, no one's going to lose against St Kilda for the rest of the year. North Only North can. Yeah, Teach, don't, don't go there. This is North. North this year... Last year it was giving up three-quarter time leads. This year it's being the most inconsistent team basically ever. Well, after, after the final tour and went... I ran back to the bandwagon, oh, and it was dead. like, it was, it was like. No, you destroyed the bandwagon. You can't just jump on and off like this. No, 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 no. The bandwagon, it was just wrecked. But I managed to jumpstart it again, <laughs> and I, I gave CPR to Royals and, and CPR to Quixote, and I got them back on, back to life. And the bandwagon, bandwagon is up and running again. I can't promise you how far it can go, and I Before can't you kill it again. when I can jump off it again. But um, at least I rescued two people, and I got the wagon running again. Oh, jeez. It, it, <laughs> it makes sense that the bandwagon is driven by someone so flaky. It's, that's apt, I think. But What do we think of, like... I'll get two, three. 
If he's going to choke Petrie, he should have done it before he kicked the first two goals. <laughs> before he knocked them out yeah, of the like, finals. He had, yeah, he's, he's, probably, he's probably gone, you prick, you just <laughs> killed our season. And But, no, the funny thing is, they've actually... Petrie's been offered a reprimand because what? he actually stuck the, he stuck the finger in the eye before the choke. Yeah, but, and but they Blake's had been, sent, been sent, sent right to the tribunal. Oh, so I know, what was he could po- he argue defence? What, what was he supposed to do if he's getting choked? He wasn't getting choked when he first stuck the finger in the eye. There's yeah. actual footage of it before when he's still got the hand around the back but not on the front of his... Yeah, but wasn't the, the cut under the eye on the other side of the face? He still stuck the finger in the eye on the left side. Yeah, there's only one person who's, who's backing, uh, backing up like, and that is Dermot. And, um, <laughs> and everyone has just been in his face and telling him what a fuckwit he is. So, Who, uh, Dermot or Lake? No, in, in Dermot's face. Oh, so, okay. you know, shut the fuck up. You've you got no idea. He's going down. I reckon he'll get four down to three. Well, <sighs> it's, it's, it's concerning for Hawthorne because, you know, they do have a reasonably tough run. Admittedly, the two easiest of their games are in the next three weeks, I believe, with the Bulldogs and Melbourne. No, we've got Adelaide, then Sydney. Oh, then, then Bulldogs and Melbourne. Sorry. Yeah, so, okay, so it's a rough fortnight. Yeah, well, really, I mean, you look, we've got a really tough run home, just those two games against Bulldogs and Melbourne, which we, sh- we should win. So we're only on 11 wins, at, 11 wins at the moment. So, you know, maybe... Yeah, you've got, got Drew Petri has the which you're going to lose. And the bad news is Adelaide are just like North. Well, over there, I'm not, I'm not, not very confident. But uh, but if we're fair ding, fair digging this year, we'll, uh, we'll knock Adelaide over. But uh, yeah, be tough, tough run home. What else do we have on that game? Anything else? You know what? I left that game just thinking, meh. But I should have been over the moon. But because of last week, um, more questions like, than answers. Exactly. So we'll see what they they show this week. Just to a point that Kinnear Park made, should Clarko have come back through the VFL? Oh, he copped a bit of stick after the game. There were supporters yelling at him, saying, "You know, bring back um, what's that guy's name? Bolton. Bolton, bring back yeah, Mr. Happy. <laughs> yeah, that guy's name. <laughs> Smiles, Bolton. Did Clarko threaten any of them? Nah, uh, but nah. Clearly, clearly North were far more hungrier when they just just from the onset of the game. They wanted it a lot more than Hawthorne, so good well, on them. And, uh, they, were, they were hungry because Dermy bloody pumped up Del Santo or gave Del Santo and um, Harvey. Harvey a whack in during the week, called him selfish yeah, and lazy. We've, had a, we've had, a, had a number of surprising results, and that's what tends to happen in this period of the year when it's, when it's winter, when um, the weather conditions are not you know, conducive. This was at the Dome Teach. <laughs> The roof was closed. That's why North won. <laughs> I guess so. Yes. Um, it was just a very, very strange result in so many ways. But they played well. And let's see if they keep it up. Anything else? Or... Um, move, on to, move on to next week, I think. Yeah, so yeah. We... Uh, just suck a fat one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to... Well, the next big significant game of the round was... Well, the Suns might have just booked the first their first finals spot potentially it all hinges on whether they can win without Gaza for about six weeks that was a brave win well yeah, no, 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 wait, wait, no is that real brave or Essendon brave no real brave okay for them to win, no one on the bench yeah no one on the bench and Ablett severely injured that was uh, fantastic for them but I mean not to take anything away from Collingwood because Collingwood are not 
the side that they were a couple of years ago. So they've got a, a number of young players who they were just not used to that kind of pressure cooker environment. And Gold Coast have um, matured, and they're coming, and they um, and they won it, and good luck to them. Yeah, Clinton Young. Bloody. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Well, you, you'd have to be laughing your ass off at that network. That you know, he's uh, he's no longer a Hawthorne player, well, and he, uh, he's yeah, gone, he's he gone after. Maybe unlike the Geelong people, he's not a complete prick who you know goes oh tablet left, oh, you know. Maybe he's got some goodwill. Who are you fucking talking about there, fight? Just Geelong supporters as a whole. Not you, of course, because you were going to stick it up anyone who badmouthed Tablet. No, but, but, but back on uh, Clinton Young, well, yeah, he has had a pretty good year. Uh, I think he was two goals in the first quarter, and I thought, oh, jeez, you know, we let him go for nothing, but uh, no, that, that drop mark, that's, that's incredible. That's embarrassing. That was pretty terrible, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, the thing is, I didn't know what happened. I didn't watch that game. And then I get on the bay and there's all these threads about oh, Clinton Young, I'm going, wonder what he did and then I watch the highlights and he's yeah, as you said, he kicked two goals in the first half I go, looks like he had a pretty good game and then then there's the mark and, oh god, how do you fuck that up well, it's pretty right. bad that was pretty bad yeah. but anyway, I mean, you've got to say the Gold Coast, they've done everything that they, they needed to do, I mean, it's going to be interesting from now because uh, Ablett's going to be out for at least four weeks. So can they hang on to their spot in the eight? Can they make a real contest in the finals? This is it. But this, 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 it's, it's a building point for them. With their next four weeks and the draw Collingwood have ahead of them, the Gold Coast could host a final. Well, how about that? And if they do that and if they can win a final and then they can get to a, um, a semi-final... That's going to be a massive step for them. Especially so, once they, you know, go past Hawthorne, who are going to miss the eight now. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And Geelong, too. Fuck off. Yes. Actually, um, we haven't talked about Freo yet. Freo have got the laziest fixture of all of the top eight teams. So it's not without doubt that they could actually finish first. And then what? That's very that's no. very plausible. Let's hope it's... not. And do not even acknowledge their game over the weekend. We will not discuss it for a couple of reasons. No, no. Anything else on Gold Coast versus Collingwood? Other than that, it was a really good game to watch. It, it was it was a really good game. Do we think Ablett's still going to win the Brownlow? Uh, probably, yeah. Um, even if he misses, even if, if, if he doesn't play for the rest of the year, he's, he's a massive chance to still win it. It depends what Pendlebury and Kennedy do for the rest of the year, I think. Fair, right. fair call. Fair call. We'll move on to the third big result of the week, which was, well, the Portress. Not quite the Portress anymore. Oh, yeah, the Dragos beat them. Lost three out of the last four, so that's a bit of a mid-season slump for those guys. And, uh, yeah, our mate Amstaff, he uh, decided to go to Thailand, but then he didn't really go to Thailand, so... <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But apparently he deflected all the attention away from Port, so yeah, the whole AFL community was concentrated on his thread. So good job, M stuff. Yeah, maybe he just went to a sunshine. He he, he did his he did his bit for the team. He took the meltdown. Yep. Oh, but um, nah. Look, that, that, that should be back. Right? They should still make top four. But 
you know, with, it was it a five-way or four-way tie for second. So watching that game, they didn't actually put in the proper effort till the second half. The intensity was so down from them in the first half. Yeah. Like, and they turned it on the second half, but they were giving up a four-goal lead, and they weren't executing well when they had the ball. So they were lucky to get there, particularly with that free kick, which, well, that would have been hilarious if Essendon lost on the back of that Monfrey's rundown, but wasn't to be. I reckon they hit a wall, Port Adelaide. They're, I think that they're going to lose more games than we think that they are going to. So... Um, it'll be interesting how they recover from this. If they if they can bounce back and, and win more games than we think that they will, then, um, you know, they're, they're a real chance. But um, if they don't, oh, they could fall out of the top four and, well, um, just, just and not, look at, yeah. not win again. Just looking at their run home, they've got Frio WA, Gold Coast in Gold Coast. They've got to play Sydney, Collingwood. So, yeah. For sure, they can easily drop out. And the yeah, Portress ain't no Fortress no more. That's it. That's a dirty run home. So um, I, I hope they do because, uh, you know, I, I, I quite like Port, but um, if they don't, then tuck a fat one. <laughs> well, at least if they um, do struggle like that, Amstaff Thread's going to be redundant about accommodation Victoria in late September. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we could stay at my place, but I'm going to charge him 500 a night. <laughs> Anything else on that? You teach you wanted to touch on the umpiring because we've touched on it a few times, but it was it, it summed up how it is at the moment. This week it's been really, really bad, and that um, um, everyone knows about it. I don't know who it was who was running into goal for Port Adelaide and he got pulled down, and it should have been dropping the ball. They allowed the ball to spill and then kick it on. Uh, and get a goal, that was just ridiculous. But um, overall, the whole umpiring across the weekend was was really, really poor. What does, any, what, what does anyone else think about that? I didn't, I watch, the, I didn't watch the game. I holding the ball's crooked bed. Holding the ball's been fucked all year. The, the easiest decisions in the world to pay are both holding the ball ones. The one when the guy gets run down from behind and the one when the ruckman grabs it out of the ruck. They're the two easiest decisions because you see it and you know it. Mm. And for some reason, that wasn't paid. I'll no. agree with you, but um, I think the umpiring is pretty good when it comes to Carlton games. <laughs> oh, but the, yeah, that that go, and St Kilda that goes without saying. Yep. Now the the umpiring in the Geelong Bulldogs game was pretty crap, and uh, Chris Scott at least was able to hold his tongue. Well, that's rare for a Scott brother. And say that because there was... I heard he had a Hulk moment and smashed the table in the coach's box. Oh. Yeah, there was some shit umpiring in that game, but at least he at least he didn't go over the top and just uh, just rag on people um, after the game. And what he said was because there are so many players around the ball these days, and it's just such a rolling mall, the umpires can't get a clear view as to what's happening. So it's really really hard for them to give an accurate call as to what's happening. On the ball. Yeah, but you've got more than one umpire looking at the scrimmage, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what he said was, it's like, it's going to be more and more difficult for them to make the right decisions. So there's going to be more and more mistakes because there's this more more of a contested pack of, like, 20-plus players around the ball. And you can't blame the umpires for that. Yes, you can't, but it's not, at the same time, it's not hard to get that Monfries one right. Like... Oh, you can, you can make all the excuses was, in the world, that was but there are 
plenty of similar ones to that. And the only reason that one gets highlighted is because it directly led to a goal. There are plenty like that each game, and they're the ones where, because the player doesn't swing his arm around to make it look like he's trying to get rid of it, that get pinged when he had absolutely no chance, and they pay it because he's not flailing like a rugby player, as we mentioned the other week. It's yes, exactly. exactly. absurd. But anything else on, yeah, Port versus Essendon? Well, Essendon all of a sudden, and the Crows, they're just making it a little bit iffy on the likes of Collingwood and the likes of, well, North if they lose to... Kilda, um, Geelong and Hawthorne as well. Maybe this is how they're going to miss out. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's um, Essendon uh, could possibly take a place, as could um, Adelaide. I think they're the only two outside of the eight that can take a place, and it, it's possibly going to be at the expense of uh, Collingwood and or Gold Coast. Uh, looking at Gold Coast draw... Uh, even though Ablett's gone, their next four weeks are very, very, very nice. They will win all four. They've got St Kilda, Carlton, Melbourne, and the Bulldogs, I believe. So, oh, three, okay. of so three, of, three of which are at home. Sorry, three of which are in Queensland. The Bulldogs is an away game in Cairns. But... So it sounds like there's only one team that can get in. So it's... Um... No, nah, because once Geelong miss out, because of the... Well, shut up, Ed. We're not going to lose. Like, <laughs> all right, let's go to... Well... All of a sudden, the Colas are on top of the ladder. They played in the wet. It was a bit of a shit game, but um, they did what they needed to do um, away from home. So there's no doubting them and their credentials. Uh, at this stage, they haven't yet hit a flat spot. So maybe they will, maybe they won't. Who knows? But, um, you know, top of the ladder. Can't doubt them right now. And well, it's going to be it's going to be more important than any other year to have home finals. Admittedly, fortunately for everyone playing Sydney, they will have to play them out at Homebush um, on the bigger ground. But you want the home final, and it seems they're going to lock it in. West Coast were in the game, but just got done. Got nothing on that. Yeah. It's pretty boring. It was wet. They they won as as you would expected, so they just got done. We'll go to. Cats, dogs, anything. Well, we got fucked by the umpires. <laughs> <laughs> what about the fucking goal review? That um, was Lonigan given that he didn't touch that. It didn't look like he touched it. No, but, but they got they got the um, they got it on the on the, on the reverse when uh, Mitch Duncan was held onto and didn't get the holding on decision. And, so, you're, uh, so you're equating a fucked up goal review to a stock standard holding the man that gets missed every week? This would not get missed every single week because it was fucking out there for everyone to see and um, and then he snapped it around the corner and, and got a goal. So I thought that that was, um, that was uh, even Stevens for that. See, Plugger, this is how you overcome the umpire. But the fucking free kick count was double, double to the Bulldogs. It was bullshit. The free kick count was absolutely bullshit in the wet. Double to the Bulldogs, half to the Cats. So, you know, whinge all you like. Geelong were the far better side and deserved to win, and they did. You, got, you guys got a pretty good crowd there, even despite the weather. I mean, watching a bit of the coverage, you had, what was the actual crowd? Was it Teach? What, 30,000? Oh, yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had quite a few people sitting in the rain. It's uh, yeah, quite interesting. 
did did you go teach? No, teach. There's no no trains running down there on Sunday, were there? <laughs> it takes me an hour and a half to get there, so no, I didn't go. No, regulation went for Geelong. Nothing, I haven't got anything more to say on my end. No, not there. Do I? They get my money whether or not I turn up or not. Well, but they expect you to be there. You're their key ring Hall of Fame member. Can you, yeah, can you imagine if everybody did that teach? There'd be no one there. Yeah, and you're the teach. People look up to you, man. Yeah, what are the cheer squad going to do without you? <laughs> I've actually seen a number of the cheer squad people over the... Oh. Good-looking sorts, Teach? <laughs> They're fucking... <laughs> they are fucking dinosaurs. There are some crazy fuckers who, who sit in the cheer squad down there. Um, anything else on Geelong Bulldogs? No, we deserve to win. Uh, Fuck Bulldogs. Since, you know, Network Nerd attended this game, St Kilda Carlton... St Kilda just about spoon certainties after, you know, going, getting outscored by 70 points in the second half by Carlton. Oh, what, what, happened, what happened in the second quarter, though? St Kilda came back and had all the momentum, and then... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they got, they got a bit of run. You yeah. Stop yeah. interrupting him. <laughs> my, uh, my wife's a Carlton member, so she won... She's got a couple more games on her, three-game memberships. So I said to her, I'll... Oh, that's probably the only game you're actually going to win. So uh, we end up going, but uh, oh, terrible game. But um, at three-quarter time, we, decided, uh, we started heading down. We are just sitting in general admission, and we went down to the first level, and we thought, oh, we'll just go in the standing room area and see what, you know, what the crowd's like. And, yeah, we make fun of Sydney. We say, like, oh, they don't know the players, or they just say, oh, good work number 23 or whatever. But I was, <laughs> I was standing there, and... There was these old Carlton supporters. I thought, oh, they would know their team pretty well. Oh, good work, number 15. Good work, number 15. I'm thinking, well, who's number 15 for Carlton? <laughs> um, oh, I, don't, I don't know. Mr. Guy, it's, it's Sam Doherty. Oh, that's fair enough. I mean, unknown player. But then, you know, Troy Menzel, absolute gun. you think you'd know number two. He's a and, good player, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And, um, look, and I think he hurt his shoulder or something, and... Oh, number two hurt his shoulder. Poor number two, number two. Poor shoulder. He's hurt his shoulder. I'm thinking, gee, how can the heck can these guys not even know their own players? It's just so it's understandable. Malthouse doesn't know them either. He doesn't know. <laughs> he's just, well, he's a bit old and he's a bit forgetful. Yeah, oh, but yeah, there's these just these old three old Carlton supporters just going going off and I, I think so they had, so I, they work. I mean. Your wife's team got up, did you? Oh, fuck. Get any special action after that? Oh, yeah, you, you keep asking me this every time, man. Uh, he wants to watch. He asks everyone similar stuff every week. It's just like, well, yeah, it's his she, thing. Uh, pretty much fell asleep on the way on the train on the way home. So uh, yeah. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. teach, hopeful, teach. at least he caught the train, okay? <laughs> but oh, yeah. Boring game. In other words, judging by your account of that game, the crowd was more interesting than the spectacle. Pretty much, yeah. We're just looking at uh, yeah how the crusty old Carlton supporters were uh, were reacting, but yeah. St Kilda let Casbolt kick four goals. If Casbolt's kicking four goals, he's marking them ten meters out. So, you know, that's a fair indictment on them. They are just they will win the spoon. They need to win two more games to avoid it. Won't happen. 
Oh dear! At least eleven number one draft that, pick. What's that number twenty-seven? Hmm? Twenty-seven. Is that, is that, for who? Is Are you a Carlton spoon, supporter? Is that spoon, Don't know. Is that spoon number twenty-seven. Oh, spoon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It would be yeah, twenty-seven. Yes. Spoon what number spoon? twenty-seven. Which is, well, we could probably go through a list of clubs that combined have less spoons than that. Well, I reckon you could wrap up the rest of the league, and that wouldn't add up to that. That. Actually, now that I think about it, let's see how long's the league been going. One more spoon next year, and I think their spoon to years in existence ratio will outstrip the Gold Coasts. Holy shit! Because the Suns have only won the one spoon, yeah, and that'll be five years. So yeah, that's pretty damning. Um, nothing else on that game? Nah, nah, it was rubbish. We'll move on to the dullness in Darwin. Next. Um. <laughs> Oh, that was fucking shit, that game. I'm wondering who watched this game. It's almost like the tree no. falling in the woods. If did, anyone hears no. it, did it really happen? My eyeballs deserve better. You, but so you, no. wait, you watched that? No, I didn't. Yeah, it was... No, no, what it who came would, down man? to... I, only Fremantle Melbourne supporters watched it, and... Um, I doubt anyone was satisfied at the end. No, no, it would have been just... just Ridiculously well, that, luckily I was, I was cooking bed, so I just looked at the scores on my phone. And I'm thinking, oh god! You well, you you were pleased to be sick at that point, weren't that you? That was the only time I was happy to be sick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, games played north of well Brisbane, um, are generally pretty poor spectacles with this dew and the sweaty players and but when you get the two low scoring teams yes, together you get, you get the two yeah, most defensive most teams it's going to be melbourne. horrid you know most who, of them just involve melbourne yeah well whose bright idea was it to send Fremantle to a place where no one can pick the ball up cleanly that's just art ross, ross Lyon's probably going this is amazing he probably requested it like oh. i'm glad i didn't watch it because i would rather have taken my face off with a cheese grater can the AFL do us a favour next year and not have Melbourne and Frio play each other? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's a perfect Sunday Twilight game. Or... No, it's it's perfect just to not play them at all, period. Together. Yeah, well, maybe they just need to let them play at Patterson so that there's a, you know, a Sunday Twilight game. Yeah, play them in the, play them in the time slot when no one else is watching. No one's going to watch, yeah. That's what we... But we will move on to... If that's everything on that, that's probably spoke about it too much. But yep, as Dan much. said, Fremantle, or Teach said, Fremantle's draw, they're creeping up to a top position, which is concerning, like Geelong's youth. Um, Richmond, well, we I said we'd ski over Brisbane. We didn't quite ski over them, but we beat them reasonably Did you go, Fifey? Oh, of course I went. I'm not Teach. Oh, well done. Um, but Tyrone Vickery plays one of those games that makes you go, you want him dropped those weeks, didn't he? and then... He pulls one of those out. Well, that, that's his quota, isn't he? He only plays one or two of those sort of games a year. Yeah, he play. No, he actually plays a few more than that. It's just the diff, the problem with Vickery is not that he doesn't play games that are good. It's that he plays so many that are putrid. Like he'll have those games where he'll hardly get a kick, and when he does, he fucks everything up. But he'll actually play these games where he gets on the board and kicks, you know, two or three or four, and I reckon he's he was very good. He's good. He, he's good when he, he gets the ball. He early. didn't actually take uh, cheapies. He actually won the football in contested possessions. And this is the first time, first and only time I think I'll ever compare him to Matthew Richardson. But um, 
it reminds oh. me of Richo's Brownlow year when they played him on the wing. He still kicked as many goals as he normally does, but because it was unpredictable that he was dropping forward, he got more space and he didn't get triple teamed or whatever. I think that's what works for Vickery when he plays in the ruck a bit more and it's he's not sitting up forward. He doesn't get followed the same way and he's actually able to drift forward and do more damage like he did at the weekend. And I think that's how they have to play him. Because when they play him up forward in a contested situation, he just gets smashed too easily sometimes. And he gets in Revolt's way. Not much else out of that game, honestly. It was terrible spectacle, and yeah. Yeah, it's it wasn't the best, but um, it did show that, that, that Richmond does have the slightest of a heartbeat. Well, for what? You, you, what do you mean? Are you saying make, to make the finals? I, I know there's a lot of teams dropping out. No, I don't think I don't it's going to be us. Finals, but, to um, make ninth? <laughs> that's that's very possible. They probably right. could make nine. Yeah, <laughs> we have we've started our run, timed it to perfection. But no, it was it was a crap game, and you know they missed a lot of scores, and we fucked up a lot of opportunities to score by too much handball, handballing it to, yeah, not even giving a chance to score because they wouldn't kick it. It was just same old shit, indecisive, self-conscious, don't move it effectively, don't take risks, and. Brisbane are just shit, and that's the reason we beat them, because we can play that way and beat a shit team. Yeah, they're just that bad. Same with St Kilda last week. We won't we won't get close to Port. Well, you don't know that yet, because, <laughs> uh, you know, what you, Port is, um, is turning into a stumbling mess, so maybe, maybe, but uh, I'm not going to bank on it, but uh, maybe. Last game was, yeah, Crows beating the Giants quite comfortably. The only thing I took out of this game was the Giants kicked 10 behinds before they kicked the goal. Great. Mm. And Eddie Betts continues to do his job. But, yeah, Crows are there. Yeah, no surprises there. And then Adelaide were were well expected to bash them, and they did. Yeah, they're just sitting in a decent spot where they can go on with it. Anyway, I think that's all the games. Talking points. We'll start with the players on drugs that came out last week. Yes, um, the video of the doctor. Well, that was very, very interesting, and um, it wasn't. Uh, he didn't expect to be filmed. Is this going to undermine the um, drug Essendon? <coughs> Can Essendon now use this to um, to derail? Um, everything that's uh, like out there and uh, against them in the well, in the courts. Bomber Thompson's certainly going to try it. Yeah, well, he doesn't want to pay his fine, does he? He wants his thirty k back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you pauper. <laughs> uh, you know. Well, he'll have to roll doubles on the new Monopoly board and pass go a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, I don't I know fuck all about the area, but um. The clause that they're disputing is there was a non-disparagement clause as opposed to a non-disclosure one. So that makes it sound as though they can't they can't disparage him. But saying that there's a risk of cancer doesn't sound disparaging at all. It just sounds like facts. Look, yeah, I mean, it, it looks like this guy is, is put things out in the public domain. And he's a doctor as well. And he's been recorded. just heard talking crap. He knows yeah, about so the area. Yes, he knows about the area. So this guy might have fucked everything up. For Asada. No, 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 um, no. This has nothing to do with Asada. This is just the penalties the AFL imposed on Essendon. His comments are all 
within an isolated situation. They have no bearing on Asada. It's all what Essendon got punished for last year, the fines and the fines to Essendon, the fines to Heard, the fines to Thompson, that were oh. settled. That video yeah. on YouTube um, well, only had like six views on it before it was known. <laughs> I heard that. That was funny. Before it got taken well, down. Yeah, from a legal perspective, if they can use what's happened in the pub- public domain to derail the judgments or the... Uh, uh, the ruling is against them, then what? You know what? What happens then? That that I don't I don't think they I don't think they'll be able to get that on anything to do with the Sada. It's just another. They're just trying to win the PR battle or hold ground in that. But the most interesting thing about that is that three players retired due to illicit drugs. Who are they? Forced they retired. Who are? Yeah. They? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't think I, I think it would be rude to speculate, but I think Hadouken may have named one last week. He mentioned the name. Um, Being who? But well, an ex injunction player. Rocky Road. Yeah. Um, there's been a few bandied around on the main board. Ben Cousins could potentially be another. That makes. Mark sense. Robertson says that's not fair. What Robbo says that's not fair. Yeah, to, to play the guessing. Everyone game. deserves a whack, and Robbo got his last week. Um, oh, he did too. <laughs> he got he got one from Sue's. <laughs> Um, has everyone seen the vlog? Oh, my, oh. Head, my head exploded after watching that. That was glorious. And uh, Robbo, Robbo was asked about it today. Has he seen it? And he said he's seen 10 seconds of it. So I hear he's retiring because he's, uh, <laughs> he's so mentally disturbed at, at how Sue's just cut him down. There was no conscience there, was there? It was just so... She, yeah. she just nailed him. On car- he was just he's been casting too many dispersions, and yes. I can understand how he'd be feeling. He'd, he's got to get the law. Lo- he's got a lawyer up. He's probably um cuddling up in a corner, crying somewhere because uh, because of the drowning the, his sorrows, drowning his sorrows because of the um, the mental anguish that he'd be feeling. He should consider himself lucky. He's not a dog. <laughs> Do we ask why? Suits who kidnaps and eats dogs. Yeah, I oh, don't go there. Don't that's go a, there. That's an entirely different topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go there. You'll you'll fire her up, and she'll go and kidnap another. She'll she'll make she'll make a vlog about you, and she'll is, take your dog. Yeah, she'll take. Your and dog. then you'll have to walk home. Or your cat. <laughs> and, and and then you'll have to walk home somewhere. Yeah. Anything else on Susie's? Yeah, I said to for Robbo. Well, it's pretty scathing. But, yeah, um, it was it was it was big news. Even big footy news was tweeting it to him. Everyone was tweeting it to him. It, no one saw it. I hope, hope Rob okay because he might not be good to go for TV tomorrow night on sixty. Oh no, he was. It was very lucky. It was Thursday night. It would have come to his attention after three sixty. So he had a whole weekend to get over it and seek oh, well, professional okay. help. So at least Suze was, I guess, courteous in, yeah, sympathetic and. Gave him some time to recover because, yeah. But <laughs> anything else on the yeah three players? It's just astounding the AFL and they've the injunction injuries, which there's rumours about Beams, there's rumours about Buddy. The AFL just sweeping it under the carpet, like we have confirmation of that now. Yeah, well, I mean, um, they have to be the ones because um, we know their background, we know their history as far as. Um, what they've been involved with, and then they've had these 
lengthy periods that they've been out of the game. So, you know, one plus one equals two. It's got to be them, doesn't it? Yeah, people can probably work that out. But, it, yeah, just interesting the AFL brushed it on the carpet. And we do have the top five other things the AFL are covering up. Number five, teach. Um, the Victorian clubs invented the draft to fuck over Brisbane. Uh, num- number four, Dan. Our beloved Suze is really uh, Brad Scott's cousin. Number three, Network Nerd. Yeah, the AFL is actually uh, covering up the... The fact that our favourite poster, Bosk, is actually Caroline Wilson. Explains all the links. It's just like one all over again. Uh, number two is that Port's crowd numbers haven't actually increased. They just upgraded the bay covers to dummies. And number one, Network Nerd. Well, the number one thing that the AFL is actually covering up is that the Saints umpire conspiracy is real. It's real, Plugger. You hear that? It's real. <laughs> It's like a fat one plugger. <laughs> it's not just the neutrals on the main board plugger. But yeah, we will move on to, well, we'll go to Mick Melthouse because it seems to be a weekly thing now. Mick's melting about something. and What's he complaining t- about now? Uh, well, free agency this time. It's creating two-tiered clubs and, you know, it's ironic that a Carlton person what? is complaining well, he about... he acquired Carlton. Daisy Thomas through free agency. What's he to complain about? I don't know. I but... thought Carlton were a big club. Is that not true anymore? Yeah. It's just astounding, yeah. Mix used free agency to get his, you know, his favourite son over to kick the footy with him before a game. And, um, you know, Carlton have a history of, you know, just going out and, you know, being on the higher tier and going out and getting anyone. But all of a sudden, now that it's a level playing field for it, it's not okay. Is he just grumpy because he didn't get the chance to warm up the barbecue over the weekend? I think it stems back to last week when he was talking about the state of the game because he's sick of watching Carlton. I think Mick's just sick of football, sick of everything. He's so free playing. agency is shit unless you want to come to Carlton. Basically, he's the old man yelling at the crowd, uh, the cloud. Stupid old silver-haired fox, she did. <laughs> that being said, maybe he's just a little bit angry because he got trolled pretty bad during the week. Did anyone catch this from Kevin Sheedy's tweet about Carlton Collingwood being terrible for the game? Oh, yes, I saw that. (laughs) Bucks responded with the straight bat, the nice response. Sheeds just threw it out there that it was shit and they were ordinary, and Bucks responded with the Twitters where retired coaches go to die. (laughs) Mick decided to melt. (laughs) Oh, well, Mick Melthouse, we know that his name's Melthouse. He he got he got he got sooky about all kinds of things and Sheedy just went oh this is great he's on the line he's responded with something along the lines of Malthouse has coached more losses than any other coach in AFL history. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just you know Buckley Buckley's modern enough to know that you just don't take the bait there whereas Mad Mick. I don't think we've had a Sheedy mentioning since the Wrangler has been on fight. Yeah, well it's out of respect clearly. Mm. Oh well, there was a, as as Fifey post, posted out on the uh, on the bay this afternoon. There was a sheedy moment when he um, shook <laughs> hands with that fucking idiot, the Geelong fucking mayor. Who guess what? His his mohawk is no longer icy blue. It's fucking pink. <laughs> what a 
fucking dipstick is it? And Shitty goes, oh, yeah, I'm together with Darren Lyons, the Geelong mayor, and everyone come up from Geelong to, to the GWS game. And that fat fucking idiot with the fucking pink mohawk, oh, Jesus. That guy's an accurate representation of the city of Geelong, the Geelong Football Club, and all its supporters. I agree. That's why I'll, you never, I'll never live there again. I'll never live there again. Never. You know, if they can vote that fucking idiot in for a mayor, get fucked. I'm over it. Would you ever shake his hand, Teach? Um, I'd pretend to shake his hand and then do a reverse karate kick and just fucking roundhouse him. <laughs> so violent. Just so and violent. I'd just go, fatality! Boom! Cle- clearly picked up that violent nature from Sniper Scarlet. And the last talking point was, well, we did touch on free agency and the inequality. St Kilda's blaming inequality for Ross Lyon leaving that apparently Fremantle could pay him more money than them. I would have thought Lyon left because St Kilda's list was fucked. That's why I thought he left. Yeah. I, I thought he got a better deal out of Fremantle. It was like more money. And and Ross Ross was in the shit can when he was at yep. Fremantle at St Kilda. He, he'd lost a shitload of cash in the stock market crash and he needed more money and St Kilda couldn't give it to him. And Fremantle offered him a bigger deal, more years, more money, and he just went... So you're no basically brainer. agreeing with St Kilda there? Uh, yeah, probably. Mm. I, I reckon he just was doing his list analysis at the end of the year, looked at the list and went, oh, fuck, our great hope is Reece Stanley, and fucked off to Fremantle. No, it was all about money for Ross. It was all about money. Mm. Maybe, and, the, pa- maybe the Pelican took a crap on his desk. <laughs> you can't blame him. The Pelican because... said, I'm going to trade for Jack Watts, and Lyon said, I'm out. <laughs> St Kilda couldn't pay him the money. But um, in the end... But even, um, even if St Kilda paid the same money, would you would you stay? If St Kilda no, matched that, would you stay? No, <coughs> no, think about it. Seaford, Fremantle. Seaford, Fremantle. Mm, no, 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 it's Seaford or Fremantle. Cockburn. Seaford yes. or Cockburn. Now, have, you guys, have you guys been over there to, to Perth and to, to Fremantle? To Cockburn. They're at Cockburn what? now. yeah. I've been over there. Have you been there? No. No. No, I've never piece of shit out of Seaford. <laughs> but you're, you're, you're talking about Fremantle. Have you been to Cockburn where they are now? Um, no, I haven't had my cock burned. So, no. <laughs> the Bay 13 Perth Art seem to talk about it as though it is kind of a Seaford. It's not. It's not. I mean, Fremantle and um, the south coast of, uh, of Perth, my God. <laughs> You know, you, you, I've you seen the map. Cockburn's not near Fremantle. You well, you want to take you want to take that over over Seaford. You'd fucking take it every fucking day. All right. Anyway, let's move on to this week on the Bay, which threat of the week late mentioned, but I think we're unanimous. Yep. Essendon Monopoly. Essendon Monopoly. Ugak at his best again. Just everything. The not convicted. The Strategy at Old Kent Road. <laughs> you have to read it. It's it's funny, and you can actually contribute to it as well. Yes. <laughs> and some of the contributions are great, particularly um, your one, Dan, you are 10, go directly to the jet, <laughs> which I'm sure the longer this goes on the season, the full story behind that one will come out, the truth will come out, and he won't be in a good place. No. Um, 
Caro has written a negative article, call a press conference and release statement to members. <laughs> it's really, really fantastic. So much yeah, detail in that. Some of the the pieces, everything. So, yeah, not much else to say. Flog of the Week's a bit more competitive. Melt staff, as Network Nerd mentioned, had a customary melt. Um, anyone else? Atlee, maybe. Atlee's oh, yeah, Atlee's been off his tits. I want to nominate Legend, the Sydney Muppet, who he's basically the Kohler's version of Atlee. So he's fixated on Victorians, which is just, yeah, weird. But if we're if you you guys want Atlee, I'm, I'm for that. Atlee's been terrible this week. Yeah, he's... I want Atlee. Fuck him, dickhead. <laughs> Network nerd, did you have anyone before we move no, on? No, no, I've got Atlee. Yeah, he's never should have let that prick back. Um, but he was annoying us, wasn't he, Teach? Oh, Jesus. I mean, can he get any more annoying? Seriously. Well, don't challenge him to be more annoying. And just on last week's poll, which AFL coach is most likely to post on Bay 13, 5.9% said Alistair Clarkson, 2.9% said Paul Ruse, 8.8% said Ross Lyon, 20.6% said Bomber Thompson. 23.5%. There's more chance of Jack Watts posting here than any coach, but the winner, with 38.2%, Susie's cousin Brad Scott. Blue text. <laughs> Dead giveaway. That we should probably uh, PM Sue's just to get her to um, to calm down, Brad. As long as you send it in a PM, don't don't post to her because she's only allowed to post three times a day. Oh, okay. And she's very, she's yeah, she's very frustrated about that. Um, right. Okay. Yes. But next week, look, there's two huge games this week, and the first one's Friday night, Adelaide Hawthorne, which who would have thought it a couple of weeks ago? Ooh. What do you reckon, Network? It's at the Croval, where Adelaide, you know, their their record's pretty good. They're not like Port. They're not falling off the, the Croval cliff. Yeah, that's what they call it. Apparently. We we are going to struggle this week. Um, Betsy, well, why, why are you going to struggle, Network? Oh, you know, the injuries, you know, <laughs> just playing the injuries. Well, who's, and... who's out and who's in? Well, Lake, Lake's going to be out. He'll probably still be out. I think so. Sewell's out, so, yeah. And Petrie's done the damage, too, psychological damage. Yeah, oh, look, no, no finals. Yeah. We're, usually, we're usually good at containing bets. It's Carlton days, but Walker, Pods, yeah, we We'll struggle. Sounds like they'll be sending another Box Hill team to Adelaide Oval. Yeah, look, we'll, and we'll, sounds like someone's going to kick a bag on Clangers too. We'll just claim, oh, it's Box Hill. Yeah, too many injuries, but really, we got to win this game. So uh, it'll be a lot closer than people think. Fifty-fifty, um, but yeah, that... guarantee. If Hawthorne lose this, there will be goo all over the bay from two particular supporter bases. Oh, of course, Geelong. Teachers mob, um, so yeah, you'll have the usual threads and by what, K, don't, UK. Don't count me in with them. I mean, I'm, I'm not a Hawthorne <laughs> Oh, nobody believes It'll be the that. usual guys anyway that will start the, start the threads and uh, yeah, that will probably drop out of the top four this week, but oh well. Anyway, I reckon, I reckon Hawthorne will win this. Yeah, me yeah, too. I reckon, I, think Hawthorne. Too. I reckon they're just better and they'll be a little bit motivated, a bit more motivated. Gunston was in ripping form last week. He was. I'm not, sure. I'm not sure the Crows will be able to contain him. He's an in-between type, and I think he'll play I think he'll play a big role. I'll go Hawks by four Adel points. 
Adelaide are like um, like like North, but a little bit more schizophrenic. So they they don't win the games that you think they're going to win. So Hawthorne is going to win this. Next one, Melbourne versus Geelong at the G. Cats. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> in case you didn't get that, that's going to win. The most fascinating game in many ways oh. is down at Blundstone Arena oh. with North playing St Kilda. Oh. Just... No, no, North easy. St Kilda are that shit. North, I know. I know North yeah, cannot but, lose but North, uh, It's like North are trolling. It's like North are trolling us this year. Like, everyone who tips, they're trolling tips all year. They're, they're looking at the tips because now they have the percentage of who's tipped who, and when they see when they see that 90% of people have tipped them, they go, <laughs> and then And then when they see only 10% have, they go, all right, time time to turn up and play. We got, we've got a chip on the shoulder to... Is this some sort of payback for the lol north from last year? Because... It no, must be, must, yes. Must yeah. be all these uh, amateur tipsters, you know, they laughed at us. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get them back by yeah, stuffing up their tips. Basically, yep. yeah. Anyway, are we all on North despite... Yeah. Well, St Kilda, if they, want to play yes, finals, yes, yes. if they want to play finals this year, they just have to put everyone on Drew Petrie. The, the result doesn't matter. If they want to play finals... Yeah, St Kilda, St. Kilda is so shit, Petrie still kick for. Well, it's, it's not guaranteed. Well, as long yeah, as no one's Kilda. Uh... Yeah, I'll I'll tip north, barely. I don't know. I there's just no confidence. Yeah, like you should you north should be absolutely confident, mean, but St Kilda is shit, you know. But it's no, it teach it, but it's north. It's north. It's irrelevant who how shit they are. It's north. It's anyway, north. Are we are we all tipping north? But most everyone but teach is pretty apprehensive. Yeah, north, north for sure. Um, well, if I jumpstart the um the bandwagon and get uh, some people alive. Yeah. You know, what? Hang on. What will you do to it if North lose? He'll jump what off again. What will I do if North lose? Yeah. What will you do to the wagon? A nuclear bomb. No. What I'll do is I'll just I'll march around the back of the bandwagon and I'll just knife everyone in the neck and kill them. But you just revive them. He'll he'll give the keys just, to Mr. Aaron. I mean, it's just it's 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 just the humane thing to do. It's just the you know I'll just I'll just kill them humanely. He'll, like he'll, he'll dress it like the fucking, and I'm taking this because of Network Nerds Avatar, which is Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber. He'll take like the dog van in Dumb and Dumber and he'll go and park it in Sousa's backyard and that'll be the last <laughs> we see of it. But yeah, we'll move on to, well, another game played north of Brisbane in what'll be humid conditions, which might actually make it a bit more interesting. Gold Coast Bulldogs. Gold Coast probably should win on form, but... Ooh, yeah. No ablet. This a very interesting Should game. Should be a close Thanks. game. Conditions up there have been bad every time. Um, either wind or... It's in humidity. Cairns, isn't it? Yeah, it's in Cairns. That's uh, Gogriff territory, isn't it? Isn't he up in Cairns? <laughs> <laughs> he is, yes. Well, he'll either be there or he'll be uh, at home trolling north. So. I'm tipping the Gold Coast. I think they'll win this. Easily. I think Gold Coast will win. Griffey will be torn, though, because north are finishing... Just before that game's due to start, so he'd want to have a TV handy to, yeah. you know, watch his favourite team North before he watches the Bulldogs, his second favourite. I actually reckon the Bulldogs might win this. Without without Ablett, um, I I think the the Gold Coast are just starting to hit the wall, and um, and they're gonna and and the Bulldogs have uh, have been great for the last three or four weeks, so. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bulldogs. Hashtag change tip. Yeah, I was thinking you need to change it. <laughs> I'm actually leaving my tipping competition by eight. Oh, so. goo. That's Geelong goo. Though. And if, if, I was, if I was tipping on either the Herald Sun or the, uh, the Age tipping competition, I'd be ahead of everyone. <laughs> I'm, I'm up to 105. What does the winner get in your comp, Teach? Um, we all pay each other 100 bucks. It, it doesn't matter because in his comp, you're allowed to change your tip whenever the fuck you want, even at halftime, like old V Bulletin. No, you can't change it before <laughs> the start of the game. But I reckon the Bulldogs. I reckon the Bulldogs are going to win this. Anyway, Brian's hosting West Coast. Look, West Coast forward line shit, but having watched the Brian's ah. this week, they can't kick goals unless the small forwards get going. And how often does that happen for you? This is a really tough game. I'm on West Coast. Yeah, West Coast. Um, I'll go to the Bryans at home. Uh, uh, yeah, Brisbane as well. Sydney Carlton at the SCG. Well, Carlton won by 85 points. <laughs> I think they're going to get... I think, <laughs> Do we even need to talk about I this? I think we're going to see the exact same turnaround. There will be 170 You talk about us, G-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-110. This is going to fucking eclipse that massively. Buddy to go more than 13. It's funny, l- l- last oh, year's... Yes. Sydney by a country mile. This is a repeat of last year's semi-final, and just look at where each club's gone since then. So, oh, uh, Sydney by 110. Mm, yeah. yeah, Colas easily. Easy win for Colas. Richmond Porter, Eddie had Porter on the back of two losses, but we're not that... We'll, we'll get found out this week bad. We if won't was, If it was at the MCG, Richmond would have a chance, but... I don't think they play Eddie Head that well. What's the record mm. like, Fifey? I uh, don't think it's great. No, I, yeah. no. A port. Yeah, port. I'm thinking that um, that port have hit the wall. So uh, I'm going Richmond in a sneaky. I reckon Richmond can get over them. Will you be going, Fifey? Um, yeah. You had to think about it. Yeah, I had to think about it. <laughs> Uh, nah. Look, I'll go to see just how we play, just to see, you know, you kind of have to watch, I guess, and just, we've won two in a row, just to see if they're actually starting to get it a little bit. We The season's over, but fuck it, you, you've got to try some new things, see if they're doing that. That's about the only reason to watch. I reckon they'll get up. I reckon they'll get up, the Tigers. I'm not confident. The other huge game this week is Collingwood versus The Scum. Which... Oh, this is a massive game. Yeah. And last time Anzac Day was hilarious with the six goal lead given up by the scum. Yeah, so I'm picking the scum. I'm on Collingwood, but oh geez, they'd they'd want to turn up this week because some they have a habit of not turning up. If their midfield doesn't perform, they struggle. They've got to win the midfield battle. Um, Essendon for me. I think Essendon are gonna um, roll them. I think Collingwood are done. Network no. Nah, I'll go Collingwood myself. And the last game, well, I'm I don't not, think we I'm, care. I'm not tipping. <laughs> Fremantle, GWS. Jeez. At Patterson's. Fremantle will win. Go. No no one will watch it. We don't yes. need to tip this. We all know what's going on. No, no one should tip this game. Nah, no. well, yeah. uh, let's take a step back. You've got a side that, does, that doesn't that does want to score in Fremantle, and then you've got a side that can't score in GWS, so you never know. Are you suggesting a soccer scoreline, or...? Yeah, pretty much. I'm, I'm not going to watch a second of this game because it will be a, no, a stranglehold 
and just ridiculous score fest for Fremantle. And I reckon GWS will be lucky to kick a goal, and uh, and Fremantle will probably kick six goals. Okay, maybe it's because our season is over, and that's part of the mentality here. But I watched a standard of football on the Saturday that was, you know, the spectacle was Fremantle-esque. And as soon as we won that game, I didn't want to think about it again. Like, how do Fremantle supporters do this every week? And they, I don't def- get and it. they, they defend it. I just don't get how you can... You know, if that was my team, I'd be like Susan, wouldn't go to games. Ross Lyon's track record at grand finals says it all, really. I mean, it's it's not going to get it done when it when it matters. And he'll fuck off for more money later. Yeah. You know, who's richer than Fremantle? West Coast. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's disgraceful football, and it doesn't win when it really, really counts. So... And it'll be hilarious if that happens again this year. Like, well, it looks like it's going to happen again. It looks they look like, like they're going to they go deep. Final. Yeah. And uh, if it doesn't work again, then what? You know? I mean, hopefully... Or a new club. <laughs> hopefully they fuck this guy off to Never Never Land, where he can never coach again. <laughs> uh, anyway, is that everything? I think so. Yeah, pretty much, right. yep. Yeah, Alright, so yeah, this was the Flogcast for round 17. Five, you joined by Network Nerd. Good night, guys. Dan. See ya. And Teach. Au revoir. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you all next week.